Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsythe. It is indeed the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsythe being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine. Visit online at adage.com and by Captivate Network. You can visit them at captivate.com. The Advertising Show is a big radio midgets production, and boy, we're glad to have you here today. We've got uh, Kevin Smith out of Detroit. Uh, Kevin is president of the 360 Brand Machine, an innovative strategic marketing boutique, 20 years in the diverse automotive experience. Spending retail, product design, development, business strategy, brand communication. He has held a senior VP, a strategic planning director positions at both JWT and Campbell Ewald. They are two of America's largest brand com con, uh, consulting agencies serving uh, Ford Motor Company brands, uh, Ford, Lincoln, Jaguar, uh, Land Rover, Volvo, and Mazda, and at GM, uh, the Chevrolet brand. So basically, uh, really in the thick of things there mm-hmm. and couldn't pick a better time to be talking to Kevin here. So we're happy to have Kevin. We've got uh, Shamin Abbas with us here in uh, just a few minutes talking about the the new media overload is what she's got on today. And uh, Gene Bliss, a little bit later on this hour, the customer experience, Chick-fil-A. Hmm. What can you say about Chick-fil-A except, yeah, hmm. it's a good place. Good to its people and uh, a great product as well. So a lot of good stuff uh, here on the advertising show. You know, there's a local hamburger joint, Ray. I heard a commercial the other day, Whataburger in the state of Texas. They were promoting the fact that if you like their chicken fingers, they they make mention of fried chicken fingers, you're going to love their cheeseburger, and then they put a name with it because they stuff the chicken fingers into the cheeseburger so if you're not getting, you know, the heart palpitations with just the cheeseburger, you got the chicken fingers on top of that, all wrapped up into one. And, of course, just for good measure, yeah, just, large order of fries. Yeah, and get yourself one of them Dr. Peppers, not diet, <laughs> because, you know. They didn't say they, it was health food, I guess. Got to make a burger place called 911. <laughs> that should be it's their like, call-in number. Yeah, you, you have a little card, you know. and You, <laughs> you know, I, I, I ate at a, one of those sub shops. Yeah. You, got, you got a healthy sandwich, right? right? Okay, right. and I got a bag of whatever. Right. I, without looking at the bag, right? Hmm. You know what the heck is the food industry trying to do? Kill right. us? Right. Of course. You know, are. if you kill us, right. We're not going to buy, not gonna buy your product. Right. Okay. Yeah. So here's a bag of uh, crunchy yellow garbage, mm-hmm. without saying the brand name. Cheetos. No. Okay. Uh, that that uh, basically in a little bag mm-hmm. had three hundred <laughs> calories. There goes your healthy sandwich. Like what the heck is that all yeah. about? So thanks a lot. You know, just real Sub quickly, shop. since we're talking about food, my wife uh, was looking over my shoulder oh, as I was watching uh, Biggest Loser. I'm a fan of that show, not because of any other reason other than the fact that I love to see people achieve their goals and aspire to healthier things. And so I watched that from time to time. She was right. o- looking over my shoulder, and they were watching all the things that these people had to eat. And she goes, how can they eat that much? And plus, how much did they eat in order to get in the condition they were in to get on the show? Truth is, is if you mm-hmm. eat eat properly and the right way, you are eating a lot of food. It's just the good stuff. Well, yeah, you can eat a lot of the good yeah. stuff. There's nothing wrong right. with that. But we're conditioned to eat the garbage, right. as I just mentioned. You know, right. think you're thinking you're having a healthy snack. Mm-hmm. 
or healthy meal, and you're really not. And that Biggest Loser is is great, and it's, it's a good, it's good motivator. Right. But the problem with that is these people... They have people, them on later, and they show the weight they gain back. Well, yeah, because if program. you immerse anybody in a program, whether it's a drug rehab or right. quit smoking or right. weight loss, mm-hmm. well, of course you're going to lose weight. Right. Unless think, you're an idiot, you I, don't follow it. I but, think they should have a program where they combine all of those. Drug rehab, <laughs> losing weight. Smoking cessation, all the the whole thing, just all they in do. One show. That's Ozzy Osbourne. Show. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Shamine Abbas is with us here in the advertising show. Let's listen. And now it's time for Activist for Excellence, PR, publicity, and crisis management instruction for today's marketing professional. Now here's your host, the uncompromising Shamine Abbas. New media overload. Enough already. It often seems futile to keep up with all the new information and news that appears online every day. And perhaps it is. No human being with a job and a life could possibly monitor and actually absorb everything online that is of personal and professional interest, whether you read it, listen to it, or watch it. Yet there are tools of the trade that can help you monitor major trends and meet your specific information needs. Between social media sites and aggregation tools, you can much more easily digest the massive amounts of information available. There are one-stop shops like Bloglines, an internet news aggregator that publishes its information using RSS that pushes information from web publishers to Blogline subscribers. Most of the news and information sites you know make RSS feeds available to their readers. And you can use this RSS aggregator to simplify by letting it combine information from hundreds of websites into a single display. Social bookmarking sites are another way to find interesting information that you may not be aware of. Mix is a social news service, and Delicious and Dig are social bookmarking sites. With social news sites, navigate first to what interests you. If a title or description catches the eye, read it and perhaps add its RSS feed to your blog lines page. Social bookmarking sites are different. You can search via the tags the source added to the text to improve its searchability. This is a great way to find out what other people have already bookmarked as interesting in a given category. There is also the blog search engine Technorati, which highlights news stories and blog posts that are gaining attention with the most popular stories of the hour right on the homepage. By utilizing these sources, you can greatly reduce the feeling of overwhelm that you cannot possibly know everything that's relevant to you or your client's needs. You've been listening to Activist for Excellence, PR, publicity, and crisis management instruction for today's marketing professional with host Shameen Abbas. Shameen is president and founder of Shameen Abbas Public Relations, a full-service agency providing local, regional, national, and international media relations, special event production, and inventive promotion with offices in New York City and West Palm Beach. To learn more, visit ShameenAbbasPR.com. That's S-H-A-M-I-N-A-B-A-S-P-R.com. Always good stuff on the advertising show with Shamine Abbas here and uh, Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. Shamine, thanks a lot. Kevin Smith, uh, out of uh, actually a, a town that is very near and dear to my heart because mm-hmm. he used to live there, Troy, Michigan. It's the home of Kmart. It is really uh, home it, office. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really it's a really great place. And and you know for that matter, Detroit's a really great city. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten a bad rap, but you know what? Too bad. Go there and live a while, and you figure out that it ain't such a bad place to be. Right. And a lot of good stuff has gone on there. It uh, back you know back when I was doing the radio thing in Detroit, it's a great competitive radio market. Culturally, it's killer. It's got all the sports teams. It's got great sports teams. Mm-hmm. It, it's a beautiful area. It's got the Great Lakes surrounding mm-hmm. it, and uh, I don't uh, think not a lot anybody goes wrong with that. 
think anyone should try to miss the two-and-a-half-month summer they have up there. No, it's not two-and-a-half months. <laughs> oh, it's at least know. three. I okay, think. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Yeah, winter does become long. But there again, go skiing because there's another great thing there. Too. Really, so. ski Michigan. Never heard that. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, it's you. Hmm. So so anyway, but Kevin is is from Detroit. Kevin has a broad background in the automotive industry, and we're going to talk to Kevin here in um, just a few moments on the advertising show. By the way, being powered by Shipple.com. That's S C H I P U L dot com. Ed and his crew uh, here in our home market of Houston do an incredible job. It is a marketing machine, and they do it with a platform called Tendency. So go to Shipple.com and check out what Ed and his uh, folks do for uh, for you. Really uh, some serious stuff. And uh, Why do you have a website? Because you want business, right? Well, they can help you get it. Back with uh, more Kevin Smith out of Detroit and Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth here on The Advertising Show. Here comes another typical commercial. I could get your attention by blowing a foghorn or maybe an awesome scream. But even that doesn't cut through the clutter enough to really captivate your attention. If you're an advertiser and you really want your message to be heard, then reach for the golden nugget of advertising. It's what's called a captive audience. One company delivers this much sought-after captive audience. And believe it or not, it's just the people you want to reach, business professionals and decision makers. It all happens in 23 of North America's largest and most progressive markets. And the captive audience is right there in the elevators of select premier office towers. Over 8,000 high-quality video screens get people's attention with what research proves they want, news and information. It's all combined with your branded message in a way that only this captive audience sees and absorbs. Cut the waste in your advertising budget by reaching just who you want to reach. Don't just advertise. Captivate your audience. To find out more, click on Captivate.com. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Shillins and Brad Forsyth. Stronger than dirt. As promised today, we're going to spend some time with Kevin Smith out of Detroit. Kevin is the principal of 360 Brand Machine, an innovative strategic marketing boutique. Kevin, uh, welcome. It is so, such a pleasure to have you here on the advertising show. I think we're going to be talking. We'll turn this into car talk today or something like that, right? Sounds great, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Well, we're honored to have you on and uh, noted your article uh, several months ago, uh, your CMO strategy article in Ad Age called What Car Brands Can Learn from Saturn's Rise and Fall. And I want to get into a little bit about that. Uh, uh, certainly we can update that uh, article, I guess, uh, Kevin, by talking about what uh, – marketing folks can learn from the rise and fall of GM, but I, this is only a one-hour show, so I don't know that we can do that. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, Saturn, what a great brand when it first came out, and a, a, a virtually a new business model for uh, the retail business of, of automotive. Talk a little bit about what we can learn from the rise and fall of Saturn. Well, you know, I think uh, fundamentally um, what, what GM did, and, and probably one of the, the – one and only uh, big great ideas that Roger Smith ever had was he said, you know, uh, we really need to to figure out a way to take on these pesky imports, right? And and uh, it really kind of went about it in a very different way at the time. I mean, it was it was all about a wholesale shift away from uh, being sort of you know push marketers and uh, and really sort of listening to customers and building the whole business around 
you know, customer needs and wants. And uh, so that was really uh, thinking that was way ahead of its time. And so I think, you know, what they went on to do was build um, a very unique uh, experience from end to end for Saturn, okay? And it was all about, you know, we're going to uh, do a lot of benchmarking of, you know, the best hotel chains, of the best airlines, uh, you know, for example, uh, the best hotels, Ritz-Carlton, for example. And uh, we're, we're going to try to take on uh, new thinking in many different ways. And that's, that's really what they did. And it was all about execution. Um, but more so than that, too, it was about a unique culture inside the company. So where did they uh, lose it, Kevin? They, well, you know what they did? They, they kind of fell asleep there. Uh, there was a very unique esprit de corps from the Saturn employees and what uh, they believed to be the Saturn difference. Uh, and those two words, or three words, the Saturn difference, were really what made Saturn unique. And it was all about starting and ending with the customer, uh, unique products, uh, for sure. You know, they, uh, those little Saturns weren't uh, maybe the most beautiful cars in the world, but when they launched, they were truly unique from anything else you could buy at General Motors, right? And oh, yeah. they had plastic body panels so they wouldn't rust or ding in parking lots. Uh, they were very cheap and cheerful cars that were, you know, very dependable. And uh, those first Saturns were very successful in capturing a lot of import buyers. Um, but as you say, they lost it. Uh, they kind of took their eye on the ball. And, again, the, the cultural monster, I guess, that, that existed at General Motors really kind of got in the way. At some point in time, competitive divisions were saying, look, why is this little upstart runt brand called Saturn getting all these great resources for their brand when, you know, big dog brands like Chevrolet and maybe GMC or whatever uh, weren't getting as much resources as they thought they needed. Hmm. So, and uh, so it was kind of swallowed whole. And, you know, as, as someone that was once inside Saturn uh, said, you know, it's someone really needed to make a decision at one point in time whether they were going to grow Saturn or sort of kill it. And they, and, uh, well, they, they really, they, I mean, has it really, really been killed? No, so well, it's, it no. turns out the good news is, most recently, uh, a really successful guy in Detroit here, Roger Penske, uh, really has the Midas touch in, in many different ways, mm-hmm. um, has, has won the, the bidding war for Saturn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that brand is, is really that... Um, the, the retail experience, which is still uh, recognized by many consumers, is being truly different. And uh, so they're going to work that angle and and uh, look at a lot of different brands, perhaps, to sell through that channel. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen the last of, of Saturn yet by any stretch. Well, look at the beginning, Brad. And remember what the marketing was done with, had in the beginning? I think if, if it wasn't an infomercial, it was close to that. And it was totally... Totally different than any car advertising we'd seen. They, yeah. It was all all about Mother Earth and uh, you know do how great this company is and how different it's going to be. And they really did achieve that. Well, I mean, they and they were and uh, they were not. They were similar to uh, more similar to uh, what uh, uh, the Toyotas and the Hondas the, in body design and such. And it was just a different experience. And it, it was almost like a compromise to say you know you can buy American you know guys because we're we're getting it here. We got it down, and we got a brand new car. And but Kevin, what you, you were talking about with the big thing that made them mostly successful was not about the car, but more about the experience, huh? Absolutely. And I think you know, 
if, if GM, you know, here's a chance where GM can start anew, right? This is, uh, you know, we've seen the advertising on TV uh, done coincidentally by, you know, Deutsch, Saturn's agency, that really speaks to the new GM. And I guess the point about Saturn was that they really started with, uh, you know, sort of an internal brand culture, you know, the Saturn difference, and that manifest not just in the advertising, but uh, throughout the whole organization. And when you're thinking about starting the day with the customer in mind and, and doing everything, you know, uh, that you do with that customer in mind, it really drives yourself to, you know, brand execution uh, in all the touch points. And I think that's, that's really sort of the secret sauce that Saturn had. Uh, much like, you know, many people would argue that Toyota has something uh, of the same way with the Toyota way you know, sort of a, an internal operating culture that really helps it, you know, steer the brand, uh, you know, to the customer. We are talking with uh, Kevin Smith out of Detroit. Kevin is the principal of 360 Brand Machine. Kevin, what's a, uh, I'd like to pass along your website as well. I don't have it handy here, though. 360 360brandmachine.com 360brandmachine.com is yeah. what it is and uh, we're going to come back and talk with more about the automotive industry and a whole bunch of stuff going on what a, what a timely topic to uh, be hitting that right right as we hit midsummer here on the advertising show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth back in just a minute Why do more media professionals read IWantMedia.com? IWantMedia.com features reports from industry leaders and media personalities. IWantMedia.com gives you quick access to news, stats, trade orgs, and industry publications, and it's updated daily. Forbes says IWantMedia.com contains everything media professionals need to stay ahead of the game. The Washington Post calls it the source for the serious media geek. Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com. Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. You worked too hard, you ate too much, the cheesecake made you greedy, but you're aching head and stomach here, this message from Old Speedy. Out of Detroit this weekend here at the Advertising Show, it is our special guest, Kevin Smith, principal of 360 Brand Machine. And, Kevin, we are glad to have you back. Welcome to the show. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, just to wrap up uh, the article that we were speaking of last segment, one of the things you mentioned in your article, you, you mentioned a lot of great things, but one thing in particular, you said that there's a need for breakthrough innovations guided by consumers. What are some examples of, of the same thing you're seeing today? Well, you know, I think uh, I think we stand at a pretty, you know, interesting place right now, um, you know, with branding and marketing. And I think largely what we're seeing, and I think the the recession is sort of pushing us even, you know, faster toward this, is that you know we're moving from this sort of uh, old model of of push marketing, of you know, standing atop the mountaintop and saying, you know, buy this brand and blah blah blah, to more of um, a pull engagement, if you will. Um, I think what we're seeing is are certain brands that are, are able to pull this off uh, quite successfully. A couple products that are out there that I'll mention, uh, certainly the iPhone. Uh, if, you, if you look at, at the iPhone, I would consider that clearly a, a pull product. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, there, there's very good marketing and advertising that go along with it. But I think what you see there is a fusion of 
great design. And when I say design, I think it's sort of the pinnacle or the zenith of form meets function. And uh, there's been a lot of consumer engagement that has happened with that product. Uh, people are very passionate about their iPhones. So we've got a new one that's going to be launching here soon. But Apple are very good at understanding sort of who their customers are and where they're heading next. And I think clearly, um, you know, if you look at another product uh, that's out there, you know, the search engine Google, uh, it's, it's just a very well-designed and, and executed product. Uh, and again, the, the, the one that has continuous improvement and really sort of understand what, what their consumers want and sort of want next. And so I think that there's a great opportunity in the automotive space for car brands to really, again, know their customers, uh, understand sort of unmet needs, and really sort of get in the innovation space. And I think uh, you probably wouldn't get too many arguments from a lot of folks that maybe Detroit hasn't been that great in sort of, uh, you know, sort of trying to understand consumer wants and needs and moving into that engagement area of really sort of getting close to your consumers and not just talking at them, but listening to their wants and needs and trying to deliver really breakthrough products. You know, in this challenging economy, if I've learned anything, it's the fact that, uh, you know, you mentioned the iPhone, a great brand, and I think uh, backing up a few years, we probably would have included uh, Hummer and uh, Starbucks as, as great brands, but yet with the economic downturn, you find that those brands uh, can't hold and that the consumer gets a bit fickle about uh, what they're willing to spend in terms of money put in the tank or, in some cases, money put in their own tank with regard to, to what they'll pay for coffee. Any thoughts on that, Kevin? Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think one, someone once said, uh, you know, the the great brands are, are able to uh, to manage themselves, right? Um, I mean, one day you can be on top of the world, the next day maybe not so much. And so I think that's what brand management is really all about. It's it's constantly feeding and nurturing a brand, maybe when you lose relevance, um, maybe when your customers are going a different way. It's really sort of, you know, really trying to understand the needs and wants of those consumers and delivering that better than anybody else in the competitive context. Uh, you mentioned Starbucks, and I think uh, what we're seeing right now is a lot more engagement in terms of trying to become more competitive. You know, they came back with, uh, what, the dollar Starbucks. Uh, they're doing different things to their stores. Uh, and you mentioned Hummer as well. Uh, most recently, uh, Hummer has been purchased by a Chinese firm. Mm-hmm. I think the big challenge for Hummer is to really get more relevant with consumers. Uh, obviously, that, that brand was high fashion just two or three years ago, right? right. But certainly, uh, economic climate has changed. The environmental tide has been on the rise. And I think you'd probably see that Hummer could have probably done a little better job of, of trying to understand you know, that trend. And uh, you know, still a strong brand, but need to understand you know, maybe its brand width. You know, how wide can, can Hummer go? Can they try to accommodate more, uh, you know, maintain that Hummer tough, uh, brand essence, but maybe in something that's more eco-friendly and appropriate for the times? Uh, <laughs> might, could... uh, might an electric Hummer of smaller size be, sure. be relevant? I think, uh, these are things that Hummer's gonna have to try to figure out as they go forward. It'd just be called a hum. Uh, If it were electric, that's good. Uh, Kevin Smith is our special guest. 360 Brand Machine out of Detroit, and it's automotive stuff we're talking about today with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsythe here at the Advertising Show. Glad you're listening.
How can 18 different companies all sell the exact same thing known as water? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most thought-provoking, groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. Your job demands you not only have good ideas, but great ideas. And those great ideas have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. How can you get someone's attention if you don't have $10 million in a celebrity endorsement? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most innovative and groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. The next big idea demands out-of-the-box thinking. Start your search for greatness in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. What kinds of kids eat armor hot dogs? Out of Detroit, we are talking automotive with Kevin Smith, the principal at 360 Brand Machine, 360 Brand Machine, uh, dot com is the website. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, uh, off the air before we started the show today, we were talking a little bit about uh, Mini and how the Mini uh, car company may be coming out with some uh, changes as far as what consumers Which think that really brand cool. is all about. Yeah. yeah, just as you were talking uh, last segment about uh, changes expected, expected with Hummer as well. And a great place to talk about something that I'm sure you talk to your clients a lot about at 360 Brand Machine, Kevin, and that's the rise of the 360-degree organic branding. Share, share your thoughts about that. Yeah, I think I think what you really see, uh, and I think Mini is a is a brilliant example of of what we mean by you know 360 degree branding, and and really what it's about is taking a branding idea and uh, something that really you know differentiates your brand from everybody else, but it is also very relevant you know to to your target consumer, uh, and then really holistically executing that brand uh, in everything you do. And again, I think uh, Saturn, a brilliant example of uh, a brand ahead of its time that, that sort of figured that out, that it was all about, you know, the, the Saturn difference and, and uh, a real customer focus. And I think Mini really gets that as well. Uh, Mini's a brand that, you know, really understands that it's about, you know, fun motoring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we looked at the launch of that, I think there was something very compelling, uh, probably one of, you know, Crispin Porter's uh, most shining moments right. was was all the uh, launch work that uh, that they did for that brand. Um, you know, if you've looked at, at all the brilliant inserts that they did, and, and even the tagline "Let's Motor," it was all very much about you know this tiny, happy little car, and and hey, guess what? This this thing can be a blast to drive, and and it really touched you know uh, an owner who was really sort of looking for that experience. And in turn, if you go into a mini dealership you will see a service person who totally buys into that ethos of Mini and what it's all about, going the extra mile, little dog bowls there, you know, for your pooch, because they know a lot of Mini folks love dogs. And uh, it's just, you know, all the little details of that brand have been thought about from a 360-degree perspective. In turn, they're also listening, I think, constantly to, to consumers and trying to understand 
where, what those consumers are going to want next. And, and I think you've seen a generational change from the first generation to the second generation mini, whereby they've listened to a lot of consumer feedback about maybe size or maybe ride characteristics of the vehicle and what have you. And they've delivered that in the next generation mini. And of course, you know, now they're looking at, at broadening that brand because perhaps many customers want, uh, you know, an SUV or, um, or something else. But again, I, I think the whole 360 degree idea is, is where marketing is headed. And it's less, again, about, you know, push. It's more about pull and consumer engagement and really, you know, listening to to your consumers and trying to to anticipate where they want to go next. Yeah, and I think the the biggest uh, thing that the uh, mini uh, company, mini Cooper company, has going for them are their are their customers who really believe in that product and and they're out telling people about it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the state of the of the big three in Detroit. Uh, GM and Chrysler both. Uh, Taking bailout money, Ford has not. Did Ford really leverage uh, the fact that they were not part of the uh, bailout money and 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 put themselves out there uh, to mean what that should mean, which is a strong company that's not with the other two? I, I don't think they did, Kevin. Well, I think they're trying to work that angle. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, you know they're. You talk about a company that's really undergone, you know, a, a big change over the last couple of years. Great leadership by Alan Mulally, their CEO. Uh, and again, he's got them going in a sort of one Ford global direction in terms of an internal culture. Uh, there's some momentum over at that car company. If you look at some of the products that are coming, uh, just some super, super products and doing marketing in many different ways. I think if you look at, you know, the Fiesta movement that they have, you know, with sort of, uh, you know, the social media play that they have out there and a true concerted effort to differentiate themselves as not part of the big three. Now, hopefully that's coming through for them, um, but from certainly it's a combined public relations as well as uh, traditional media uh, effort. And, uh, you know, they've got some good momentum, but certainly some is ahead as well. Well, Kevin, it's been a pleasure uh, sh- uh, talking about all this great stuff today. 360brandmachine.com if you'd like to find out more. And informative and fun, and thanks for being a part of the show. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. On the Advertising Show, it's Ray Shillings, Brad Forsyth, back in just a minute with more. Under pressure? Get creative concepts fast. Run a global pitch on openad.net and gain access to a global brain trust of nearly 11,000 advertising and marketing creators from 125 countries. Simply take 15 minutes to fill out our online brief form and we'll take care of the rest. From world-class agencies to the best independents to the brightest freelancers, openad.net global creatives can deliver creative concepts direct to your desktop in a matter of days. Why not save time, energy, and money by quickly sourcing concepts from the world's brightest creative minds? Visit openad.net and see how we're revolutionizing the way ideas are created and traded. It's simple, it's fast, and it's global. Openad.net, the smarter way to create your advertising from the freshest creative minds on the planet. Visit openad.net today to find out more. Make your advertising dollars work smarter. You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Schillens and Brad Forsyth. Another public service announcement from Brill Cream. Men, beware. Use one dab of Brill Cream. 
Just a little dab makes your hair look excitingly clean. Thanks again to Kevin Smith, our very special guest out of uh, Detroit. Kevin, uh, principal at 360 Brand Machine, an innovative strategic marketing boutique. And a lot of good stuff. You mentioned him as president, and I think you may demote him. Principal. I know, originally, not that time, but in, in the beginning of I the see. show, you mentioned He's president. the assistant principal. He now. didn't, he didn't com- uh, com- combat that, though. I think he liked that. <laughs> president. I don't know. El Presidente. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, it's funny talking about the, the Mini Coopers and such. What a great car. What a great car. He and has he, that same allure. We, we never asked him. I wanted to ask him, Kevin, if you were a car... What, what kind of be? I hate that question. Yeah. Well, you know, he had mentioned off the air, and our, maybe our audience would be interested in this. Apparently, uh, Mini Cooper may be coming out with uh, a different version of what you know Mini Cooper to be. They might be getting into the R, uh, uh, SUV, SUV business, he said. Well, of course, it wouldn't be the big Goliath uh, Hummer, but no. it might surprise you what uh, brand uh, emblems you might see on vehicles in the future that reflect the Mini brand. And then also begs the question, should they go there? Should they really go there? Because they are very well known for a particular type of car. Question. So why should you know? Maybe yeah. is is it really? Make what a lot if of Hummer sense? would have gotten into the small vehicle business? What would that have done? That'd be a tough one, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. And if you drive one, I'm sorry, but come on, mm-hmm. what are you trying to do? Well, what are you trying to It'd prove? be like, uh, you know, Dunkin' Donuts getting into the health food business. There's a reason why those butt cracks are on those stools. <laughs> <laughs> that you drive by there every day. Yes. Have you have you t- tried their new coffee? Have no, the, I haven't. Is I haven't good? Either. No, I haven't either. I don't know. And I, I frankly like Starbucks. I really do. Yeah. I like the experience. Right. I like what I get there. And you I'm still go? Happy. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And I'm sorry, but McDonald's, you know, it's a different, whole, whole different thing. I must say, though, I, I really like their ad campaign when they came out. And I can't give you the exact figure, but it's something like uh, $3 for a cup of coffee. That's stupid. <laughs> you know, I thought that was a good... Billboard. I don't know that I'm quoting the exact price correctly there, but you know, or that's dumb or whatever it was, not stupid, that's dumb. But I think it made people think, you know, maybe during good times, and that's what they were saying. Good times, maybe you can do that, but now it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. Look on the shelves, and uh, for, for beans, I'll shop for value. Right. Within reason, and uh, Starbucks is still up there with the $8 bags. Right. And uh, I think, what do we get? 8 o'clock, I think it is. And uh, got a great what, deal half on price that. that. Half of that, probably. Yeah, about yeah. five bucks. Yeah. Uh, four bucks, actually. Yeah. So on the uh, <clears throat> on the food uh, type thing, we're talking about Chick-fil-A here yeah. with uh, Gene Bliss today oh, really? on the advertising show. Let's listen. Welcome to the customer experience. Making customers your true priority for a profitable outcome. With your host, author, speaker, consultant, and customer crusader, Gene Bliss. Chick-fil-A is a privately held restaurant chain famous for its chicken sandwich menu. Its 104,022 franchise stores in the United States are so beloved that people camp out prior to an opening of a Chick-fil-A store. And they know that the sustainability of that chicken sandwich and store experience is dependent on operators who stay and grow their customer relationships and their markets. So Chick-fil-A spends an extensive amount of time getting to know the values and habits of candidates so they can entrust their franchisees for life. This approach contributes to the stability of the operation of their stores and drives company growth. Chick-fil-A sales have almost quadrupled over the last decade. In 2008, system-wide sales were reported $2.96 billion, 
Sales have increased 12% over 2007, and same-store sales rose 4.6%. Is your selection process rigorous enough to make sure you are bringing in partners who share your values? Would you want your employees to stay for life? This has been your weekly installment of The Customer Experience with Gene Bliss. Directing transformational customer insights for major U.S. market leaders, Gene is corporate America's change agent for a new inspirational understanding of today's consumer. To learn more about Gene's books and speaking engagements, or simply how to drive customer profitability for your company, log on to CustomerBliss.com. Gene Bliss, thank you very much. Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth here on the Advertising Show. Magazine researchers explore new ways to weigh ad impact. Hmm. By television. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, considering the fact that uh, basically advertisers chose where to run ads based on the results of door-to-door surveys done twice a year, Mm -hmm. well, that's really smart. Yeah. Holy cow. What if nobody was home? Knock, knock. What What magazine were you reading before I knocked on the door? You know, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? (laughs) Well, other media ad technology magazines rely on a technique favored by Civil War era salesmen. Well, that's a real slam. That's crazy. This is Stephanie Clifford, by the way, out of the Times. I'm not saying this. New York Times? Yes. And uh, they believe that it is hurting them. (laughs) Well, yeah, probably so. Go out on a limb on that comment. There's definitely a measurement of cons- uh, there's definitely a measurement concern. Yeah. Well, yeah. I right. mean, come on, guys. Uh, so basically, um, let's see. It's not enough anymore to say, "Hey, we hit the right people. Give us a pat on the back." Uh, the the internet has raised the bar. Mm. These are all truthful statements. Clichés. Uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. So. You know, I'm thinking that maybe uh, it's a good idea that somebody should come up with a new, <laughs> new way to measure readership. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. you got to be kidding me. That is silly. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised that so many magazines have actually been able to sell this stuff. I mean, sell well, I advertising. Mo- I think most people, when they buy a magazine, uh, most advertisers, they're trying to associate with the brand itself. And, and sure. some magazines do a better job than others, but that's right. probably why. An overheated category like the magazine industry has suffered so much because there are only a handful of brands out there that you'd want to be associated with. Right, right. And Maxim, I don't know if it is one. I just (laughs) take Maxim as an example. The kids really like Maxim. They used to call those uh, Playboy magazines. But it's Maxim now, especially for the guys. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, we'll see if... um, if, uh, they have some new measurement of, of things to explore here. Hmm. And if not, it's about time that they do. Welcome Thank to you the very 80s. Much. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> we are just about out of time here on the advertising show. Hey, by the way, if you, um, if you enjoy the show, even if you don't enjoy the show, we'd love to hear it uh, from you here. Theadvertisingshow.com. It's always, it's either Ray or Brad at theadvertisingshow.com. Please be kind, okay? But uh, tell a friend, too, as well. A lot of good shows as we uh, mosey on through the summer here and uh, into uh, the rest of this year, and hopefully bringing some good news and valuable information to you as it relates to advertising and marketing, whether you're a student of the culture or whether you're a business owner. uh, It's good stuff, and uh, share it with others if you wouldn't mind. We appreciate that. Uh, The Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine. Visit online at adage.com. And by Captivate Network. You can visit them at Captivate.com. And uh, the Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth is a big radio midgets production.